he had told me a few months ago, he was like, you know, wait till you have your ducks in a row before you decide to make the move out here. <laughs> and so I was like, I don't know if I have my ducks in a row. Like, should I move? And he's like, yes, move. Do it. You're young. Like you have a community. You have us. You have me. Like I'm here to support you. And his belief in me and my career and, you know, potential is like kind of what I needed, kind of the push that I needed to really move out there. And when he said that, I was like, okay, yes, you're right. I can do this. I've done everything that I've wanted to up at this point. So why can't I do this? And so from that moment, I think later that day after the conversation we had, I posted on Instagram because I was like, I can't go back. I'm like, I'm posting this. I'm putting it out there. Like, I don't even know how I'm going to do this. It's just going to happen. Hi, friends. It's Kayla Moran and welcome back to the Let's Get Candid podcast my god it feels so good to be on the mic i just finished recording with someone that i'm really excited to share a conversation with and i really didn't want to do it i almost canceled because i'm exhausted i'm just emotionally drained being back at school after spring break knowing i'm so close to being done it's just really hard like i expected it to be like oh my god i'm almost done like just like come back let's get through it it's gonna be great and Now that I got a little bit of a taste of the life that I would be living in Miami, it's just even harder for me to be back now, if that makes any sense. Um, And I was just, I I literally was about to, like, lose it, like, just emotionally and just physically. I was so drained, but I'm glad I didn't cancel, had the best conversation with her, and it just reinvigorated me and made me even further believe this is truly my purpose in life is to inspire and make an impact and help people and be a resource for people and I know I say this all the time on the podcast but it's just truly like and she told me she was like you are so good at this you are so natural at it like there's so much that you have going for you like it's going to be great you just keep grinding almost there and just when people tell me that lately it's just it feels so freaking good to know that I'm not the only one who thinks that this is my purpose, you know? Like, sometimes we still need a little validation no matter how much inner work and alignment we are with ourselves, you know? Words of affirmation are still my love language, and it just makes me really emotional, but, like, in a good way when she said that and when other people around me have said that too, and it just... I wanted to share that on the podcast today, even though that conversation won't go live for quite a while um, because of bar prep and I'm pre-recording a bunch of episodes. I'm actually, as of today, uh, March 23rd, that I'm recording this, in a week from today, I will be done pre-recording. I will done, I will be done recording episodes for the podcast for a while um, until about September when I come back after the bar exam and my bar trip in Europe. Um, I'm still open to being a guest on other people's podcasts and I will still be editing. So the intros and outros will be in real time and I'll keep you updated on how bar prep is going. Um, And, you know, so you guys will get to see my real life reactions and emotions, but the actual conversations are pretty much all recorded. And that is wild. It's been a lot of work on me personally the last few months 
to get it all pre-recorded, but I knew that in order to start the podcast when I did, when I knew that I needed to do it, I couldn't hold off anymore. This was just the way that I had to do it. And I'm really, really grateful for that because that I just made that decision and took that leap of faith because the amount of growth that I have seen not just in the last three years, I've talked about that several times and we were talking about that today with a couple of my classmates, but just in general, how far we've all come in the last three years, but truly the biggest transformation I've seen in my life has come in the last six months, um, six to eight months, and that's my last year of law school and starting this podcast and just knowing that I stuck by a decision that at, at one point I really was struggling with you know coming to law school staying in law school I really wasn't sure if this was the right path for me but I'm really glad I made the decision to stay and I made the most of my time here and I pursued other opportunities that have actually led me to starting this podcast and to pursuing the career that I know that I am meant to pursue and it is just really fulfilling and it makes me really happy and with all of that because there's so much in just those couple of minutes but with all of that I also want to introduce a new series on the podcast I'll do this maybe once a month or whenever it strikes me but I also it's something I want to ask my guests every once in a while um and I started this on my Instagram stories a couple weeks ago and I brought it to TikTok but I hadn't brought it to the podcast yet and it's something podcast yet and it's something I really want to bring to the podcast so it's a new series called what did you do today that your future self will thank you for? And this could be today, could be this week, could be this month, but what is something that you are doing for yourself that your future self will thank you for? And I wanted to share this with you guys because it is just, it's surreal being this close to graduation and knowing my path, my path in life, my purpose, what I'm going to be doing with my life and having now some, some steps in place, some you know, groundwork laid and I'm laying the groundwork over time. So come September when I am a lawyer and I am practicing and I am living my life on my terms and I'm starting the career that I want to build for myself, I have all of the groundwork laid so I can just, you know, jump right in and work the kinks out and go from there. And so, yeah, yesterday, last night, I formed an LLC. That is something that my future self will thank me for tremendously. Come September, um, I can just, you know, announce my business and go from there. And I've already prematurely announced it. I've announced one side of it, the part that I can announce right now, my consulting business. Um, And I'll share what the other part of the business will be over time when I'm able to and I have my license and I'm practicing. But I formed an LLC last night with the help of my friend who is an attorney and it's going to be a holding company in the future but right now and a holding company is basically a company that holds the majority shares of other companies and they're all going to be mine Um, but right now I'm just I formed the first LLC so I no longer have to file um it, my business expenses on my personal tax return, I will now have to file a tax return for the business and I'm going to have someone on in the future to talk all about that. But this year when I filed my taxes, um, I put it on a Schedule C, which again, I'll talk more about this in a future episode. 
um, hopefully with my dad and definitely with a financial advisor in the future. Um, I was going to try to get that for you guys over spring break, but it didn't get, I didn't get a chance to do that. Um, yeah, so I filed it all on a Schedule C, but now I formed an LLC to put all of my blog, podcast, and Instagram brand deals, anything that comes in related to my social media platforms will go through this LLC and it's a way for me to separate my business from my personal. It's a way to keep track of my expenses and it's a way for anything, you know, in the event I ever get sued, they don't have to go after my, or they can't go after my personal assets and that's the beauty of having an LLC. And I would love to have on a couple of attorney friends of mine to discuss this more in detail in the process of forming an LLC and talking about the legal and logistical side of starting a business and all of that because it's something that I do in my professional life. It's something I do as a law clerk at um, my friend's law firm, but I'm not comfortable talking about that just yet because although I can talk about it without giving legal advice, it's just not something I'm super comfortable sharing with you just yet, but sneak peek that is the other side of my business which I said I wasn't going to share but I guess I'm going to share it um I want to start a legal consulting business as my side gig um in addition to the networking consultancy business so both of those will be under a different LLC in the future but right now I'm laying the groundwork under this one so it's all just seamless and I can start setting it up as a holding company with multiple entities underneath it and just laying the groundwork and if this is going above your head I know there's a lot of information and it's just crazy to be talking about this um, at 24 years old and but that's why I want to have experts on that know this stuff inside and out and that's why I'm laying the groundwork so I can do that when that time comes but yeah that is something that my future self will thank me for Um, just laying that groundwork and forming the LLC, filing an EIN, you know, uh, employer identification number. So all of that income isn't through my social security number and I don't have to give brands my social security number, that kind of thing. Um, but it's just, it feels really good to sort of have my ducks in a row, even though they are most definitely not all in a row because, you know, launch fast and adjust. And I am, I'm laying the groundwork, doing the research putting things in order so when I do launch, I can launch quickly and adjust fairly quickly and painlessly, hopefully. Um, But yeah, so that is something that I want to talk more about with you guys as we lead into summer and the bar exam and my career plans and little by little, I'll start sharing all of that with you guys. But I just want to start sharing it now even though it's still March because it's a big part of my life behind the scenes that I don't really share is all of the conversations that I'm having with my family, with my mentors, with the people in my network to start building that life for myself that I have been talking about because it's what my bigger picture is. It all leads into my why and why I do the things that I do and so yeah, so new series, whenever something that is big like that that I want to share with you guys, I will share. And if you want to share something that you you did for yourself that your future self will thank you for, please send me a DM, comment on my latest post at the Let's Get Candid podcast or at Kayla Moran. Um, send me an email, leave a review. 
on, on Apple and on Spotify. And I'd be happy to share with you guys um, in episodes, in the intros of an episode or make them graphics and share what you guys are doing. Totally can be anonymous too. Um, but I want to celebrate your guys' small wins because too, <clears throat> because too many times we celebrate just the big ones and, you know, why not celebrate the small ones too? They're just as important, if not more important, because they're leading up to the big ones. So yeah, and then a quick suck and sweet of the week because this intro is really long and sorry dad if you're listening because I know you do and you don't like that I do these really long intros, but there's just so much I have on my heart today and to be honest, I was exhausted, like I said, two hours ago, but now that I'm reinvigorated, I just like want to chat with you guys because there's so much to share, um, so many exciting things going on, even if day to day is not so great. And, you know, one thing Natalie said, I'm going on another tangent. One thing Natalie said in her episode a couple weeks ago was, you know, being an entrepreneur is a roller coaster of emotions. It's not just like one day is good, one day is bad, one week is good, one week is bad. It's within the same day, it's ups and downs. And truly that is what it is. Like I, I feel that to my core, especially today. It was, I started off really good, got really bad for a little bit and it stayed kind of bad for a few hours and now it's, it's good again. So yeah, anyway, hopping off the tangent and my quick suck and sweet of the week. So my suck of the week is that my flight kept getting pushed back and I ended up having to miss class on Monday. So my week is just off to a weird start because I didn't get back to school until Monday night at midnight and so really Tuesday morning and I just, my schedule's all off and my sleep schedule and all of that. Um, and it sucked that my flight got canceled for no reason, but my suite of the week is that I got to spend more time in Miami and my therapist told me that she likes this version of me. She likes the Miami version of me. She wants to see me happy more so, more days like that. Um, the smile that I had on my face while we were talking, even though we were talking about my sex and life and my relationship with intimacy and it was a dark conversation not dark it was a deeper conversation it was a more intense conversation but you can just tell she could just tell and you really can just tell that I am more happy and at peace and comfortable and at home when I'm in Miami and more people started noticing that through TikToks that I made while I was home on Instagram and just my friends and family and it just felt really really good to be home and you know, it sucks to be back. That's another suck of the week. There's two this week, but I know that, you know, there's 57 days till graduation. Absolutely freaking insane. I picked up my diploma, the frame for my diploma yesterday. I purchased it and I ordered my cap and gown and hood to wear at graduation. So there's a lot going on, um, but it feels really, really good to know that I am so, so close. Everything I've been working towards is coming to fruition. My time is coming and I'm just laying the groundwork right now, not just for my business, but for my life. And I can't wait to jump in headfirst and bring you along for the ride. Um, And yeah, so today's episode to introduce today's guest is my friend Kylie. We went to college together at the University of Central Florida and she recently moved to LA to become an actress. She's been working on being an actress for years And she finally made the leap and she's also the co-founder of the Mental Health Project with another one of our friends from college, Jalen, who will be on the podcast later this year. And 
we talk all about mental health, her journey, her experience with mental health, starting the mental health project, and all about acting and LA and why she made the decision to move to LA. She was living in Tampa for a few years after college, and she has a really unique and interesting story, and I'm really excited for you guys to listen, and I hope you guys connect with her because her and I really, we connected on a deeper level during this episode, and it just, I think it's a perfect time to have a mental health chat on the podcast. So without further ado, meet my friend, Kylie. Can you introduce yourself to everyone who you are and what you're up to? Of course, of course. My name is Kylie Rohr. I am the founder of Classic Marketing and the Mental Health Project. Um, I am a full-time social media manager slash actress slash entrepreneur, everything. Um, I started my business last year during COVID and it just blossomed into a beautiful project um and I've been acting now for about a year and a half which has been really exciting um and just recently I started a mental health project which is an advocacy group that raises money for families that are unable to pay for therapy themselves so that's kind of what I do and that's what I'm doing (laughs) yeah So I actually met Kylie, we met in college at UCF and we weren't really super close, but we have a lot of friends in common. So we've connected through that. And I really got more familiar with her through the mental health project. So can you talk a little bit about why you started it and how it kind of came about? And I don't know, I love the idea of giving back to families in need through like merch sales and just, yeah, where did the idea come from? Yeah. Um, so growing up, I, I mean, probably around the age of nine or 10, I started struggling quite a bit with my mental health and my family at the time didn't really, um, prioritize mental health, you know, our parents generation, they just really don't see it as like a necessity. They're just like, Oh yeah, get over it. (laughs) Um, so I kind of like internalized everything for, for quite a bit, um, up until around college. Um, and I ended up getting into a pretty deep hole, um, mentally and ended up getting therapy around three or four weeks like in a inpatient treatment center um and it was really life-changing it really was transformative and I got to talk to a lot of people in the treatment center who you know had gone through similar situations and it was really eye-opening and from that experience I, I it made me inspired me to want to do something in the future you know regarding mental health um because there is a lot of people you know younger kids and teenagers and adults that um need a community of people that are that can be there for them and that can understand them and so I wanted to create that and earlier this year I had some more time on my plate you know with my business and whatnot it allows me to like pursue other things outside of working you know it's not a nine-to-five job so I can work on it during the day if I want to, if I have time to. Um, Around May, I want to say, May or April, uh, I called up my friend Jalen and I was like, dude, we should 
do something with mental health. <laughs> um, and he was like, what do you mean? I'm like, I don't know, like, let's just create something. And so we developed this idea of the mental health project. Um, basically a community of people that, you know, dealt with mental health issues or they wanted like a support group you know something that was more personal it wasn't like something you paid for it was just something you could you know go join and be a part of and didn't cost anything um and so we started doing these chats on clubhouse every monday called mental health monday um and it's been really amazing we've been able to connect with like so many incredible people and People are now calling it like free therapy, which is amazing. Uh, and we just talk about mental health and what we've been dealing with. And it's been really beautiful. And uh, Jalen and I knew that we didn't just want it to be a community. We wanted to be able to give back too. So, you know, we created this merch store basically where all the money goes towards the therapy fund, which then gets donated to people who sign up on our little forum. Um, who need therapy and can't afford it because obviously therapy is really expensive. Uh, so basically we just donate one to four therapy sessions a month to these people. Um, so yeah, it's been really awesome. And that's kind of like why and how we got started. Uh, it's still evolving. Uh, we're hoping to like potentially start a podcast eventually, but I'm, you know, I'm just happy to be doing it. I, I, I like, doing things outside of my business where I'm able to give back. So it's been really awesome. I really enjoy it. So that's kind of why it's-, it's super cool. Yeah. I've, I joined a few of your clubhouse rooms and that's clubhouse is how I got the idea to start my own podcast because it's a really? community based platform and you can really connect to people and it's like mini podcasts. And um, so that was where I got the idea, but I love how, you know, you and Jalen, who also has his own YouTube series on mental health and other, you know, debunking what it's like to be a male in this generation and a lot of other things. And it's really great. He's a great resource, but I love that you guys partnered together for this because it's so important and it's so true. Like so many people deal with it and don't know what they're dealing with or how to get help or know that they need help. And they like society we're starting to do a little bit better now, but society made it really difficult, especially while we were in college of, you know, getting help and knowing that there was somewhere we could get help and to feel better. Cause ultimately we just wanted to feel better. So I think that's really cool. And yeah, I love that you, you prioritize this within, you know, being an entrepreneur and having your own career pursuits. You really want to add this to your plate because it's something that is so so important and I'm the same way I've always like I've always said that my my why for coming to law school and my why in general is just I want to make an impact on people and I hope to do that with the podcast but I've always said that I want to you know be a philanthropist and give back to my community when I'm you know financially able to do so and you know put my name behind like organizations and projects that I genuinely believe in so I love that this is your way of starting to do that. And I hope to do the same thing. And I know I love being a part of the community you guys have built. Um, but yeah, so can you talk a little bit about your so-called day job, um, classic marketing and where the idea for that came and how you kind of got into social media marketing? Because it's a hot thing now, but a year ago, a year ago, it really wasn't yet. So we got in on the right time. Oh God, I know. <laughs> 
I did. No, I was literally saying that the other day. I'm like, wow. Like I kind of hopped into this like at the perfect time. Like pre, like it was when we went to lockdown, basically. Like that's when I started the whole idea. Um, but let me backtrack a little bit. So I have always been super into social media when I was 12 or 13. Um, I, I'm kind of was similar to you, like as a child, like I was very not introverted, but like I had a hard time making friends. And so like my outlet was social media, like as it, like when Twitter and Instagram came out, I was like, this is amazing. Like I can make friends like all over the world. And that's kind of what I did. And I ended up starting this account called Summer Post. It doesn't exist anymore, but I had built a community of like 60,000 people when I was. Wait, I didn't know that. That's crazy. Um, And I used to take posts from like, we heart it. Do you remember we heart it? And it was like, yes. I would look up like keywords like summer, like summer, you know, it was very cute trying to, it was like early visco. Um, and ended up like kind of creating one of those, like, you know, what, what's the, like the 2000s accounts. It was basically like that, but for summer post um, and built this huge community within like three, four months. And I was like, oh, this is fun. I'm good at this. And so I was always like interested in social media, um, but I never thought I could make a career out of it. Uh, and when I went to college, I ended up doing like social media management internships and whatnot. And I really loved it, but still had no idea what I was going to do with it. And around March of 2020, I, you know, TikTok was very big because we were all trapped inside, had nothing to do with our lives. Uh, there was this girl that popped up on my For You page and she was like, do you want to travel the world and work from home? And at the time I was working this awful, awful corporate job. <laughs> and I was like, Yes. And within like a month or two, I quit my job and I like lived off of my savings for two months and I developed this thing called classic marketing. Um, And I started using this platform. I had reached out to the girl who was on TikTok and asked her how she got clients. And she told me to go on Upwork. So I went on Upwork, ended up getting like two to three clients. And then I just grew from there. Um, So I think I got kind of lucky I'm also a people person so I think that helps too um, yeah. I'm really great at talking to people and I think that's a big part of the job like you can be a great social media manager but if you can't actually like get people to work with you like it's not gonna work so I think like me making my business more personal helped a lot like I talk to my clients like every day like we're I'm friends with a lot of them um so I think that's what helped but yeah I mean I really had no intention of ever doing this. It just kind of like worked out. And it's so nice that it gives me the ability to work from home and pursue like other things like the mental health project and acting. So um, I've only been in business for a year now, a year and a half. So it hasn't been that long. (laughs) It's crazy though. I didn't know. Cause when I met you in college, I remember like following you on social media and I was like, this girl has a lot of followers. Like, and it was before like, I mean, influencers have been around in some way or shape or form for a while now, like a decade with bloggers and stuff, but it was before, like we followed influencers and like at the time, an influencer was someone that had like over 10 K followers. Like that's just what it was. And I remember seeing you and I was like, who is this girl? And like you transferred into our school. So like, we didn't know who you were. You came in and we were like, who is this girl? She's went to Bama. Now she's here. She has like thousands of followers. Like. (laughs) and I remember seeing that and I was like okay like she's something but I never knew what it was 
Yeah, no, I mean, I, again, like I said, I'm very personable. And so whenever I go, I go to like party, they're like, oh, here's my Instagram, follow me. Here's my, you know, like I was always that girl. Yeah, I um, am too. Yeah. So, and again, like, I feel like both of us have heavily like, like dependent on social media to like network. And I so I lo- I'm a big networker. Uh, like I wouldn't, this podcast wouldn't be able to happen had I not. And if I wasn't such a big people person and love to talk to people, like I'm not a people person, like in a lot, I'm not a people pleaser, but I love to talk to people and like networking and connecting with people. And that to me is the beauty of social media. So yeah, I, it's just, it's cool. Like I never knew about like your old account, which makes sense why you were able to grow such a following on your new account so quickly. And, Mm -hmm. you know, with that's where a lot of the followers came from yeah. honestly I used to promote my personal page on my little summer post page and like people I mean I was little, like 13 years old but people thought I was like so cool you know you're in middle school like whatever um but I didn't really grow that much until I would say like maybe senior year of college. like I really started like doing it oh, I hate the word influencer like the creator thing yeah um yeah when I was like in my senior year, I would say, and I grew a little bit then, but we started officially around the same time because it was your senior year of college and it was my first year of law school kind of. So I think that's when I like stumbled across your page. Like I kind of like when we really connected, I was already, I had already left UCF, but I had known you from college. Um, But yeah, so it's really cool how classic kind of came to be. And that's the best way to do it when you fall into it. Like I, I genuinely think the like, can you do it now with the intention of doing it? Yes, absolutely. Because you need to have strategy and you need to have a business model. But sometimes it like when it's serendipitous like that, I feel like it just, it's so much more natural. And it's, I, I don't know, I, it's more enjoyable that way where like you're learning to transition. Cause that's kind of, I'm learning to transition my page too. So it's really cool. Um, but yeah, so when did acting kind of come about? Um, Cause that's a really recent thing too, but you're moving to LA soon to pursue it more. So how did that come about? Um, so when I was younger, I won't go into too much detail, but there were just some situations that prohibited me from pursuing acting. Um, and also terrible stage fright, <laughs> which doesn't help. Uh, and so I never like took an acting class up until my senior year um I ended up taking an acting class with UCF and I loved it I loved it and it kind of like I could tell it was something that I could really see myself doing but again my anxiety really just prohibited me from pursuing it further and so I kind of just chucked that idea away and started my you know started doing marketing and all that stuff and then around COVID I had a very 2020 was very transformative for me. Me too. Um, me starting my business kind of like instilled this confidence in myself that it was like, you can do things if you believe in yourself. 100%. Uh, I had a lot of the same, same transformative thoughts. Because yeah. you're stuck at home. You've nothing yeah, to do. Being in lockdown when you're really, you're introspective in a way that you really haven't had the time to be before. And you know, I was going to therapy and I was actively doing the work on myself and evolving. And I just, as I learned more about myself, obviously my, my life plans, my visions, my goals, my ambitions, they all kind of fell out and like laid down a path for me. And it's like, 
again, serendipitous, like it all worked out. And I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason and it works out the way that it's meant to. And like, when you stop to like pause, like when you stop trying, like I'm a very impulsive person. So like, I want to go, go, go and do, do, do. But the minute I like stop and sit back and like, just like breathe, start things start happening for me in ways that like they never would, if I was wanting it so badly. Like I remember growing up, I'd always, people would always tell me like, you have, you can't want things so badly. Stop trying so hard. And I like took offense to that. I was like, what do you mean? I'm not, I feel like I'm not, I'm trying so hard and nothing's happening. You're type a. I'm guessing you're like type A. You're definitely type I, A. Like, yeah. I don't think I'm super type A for a lot of things, but for some, like I'm an Enneagram three, so I'm an achiever. Um, so yeah, I guess kind of, but makes sense. <laughs> yeah, like I wanted, like I was trying so hard and nothing was happening. So I thought I had to try harder, but literally I learned that 2020 when you're not doing anything with your life. Like I literally just was zooming onto school and that's it. Like that's all I was doing. And I was like, you know what? Like I had time now to pursue the blogging thing. And I really got into it and I started connecting with people on social media and meeting people now that I was home, you know, for coffee and stuff or like workout classes. And I was like, okay, like I see myself doing this. This is something I can do. So it's so funny that that's how it worked out for you too. And around the same time, and it took, it brought you back to acting, which is something that you were passionate about. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Cause I, I had followed this studio out in LA called crash acting. And as you know, like it's all about connections when it comes to the acting industry. So I was like, you know with what? Anything, like, I think with anything. Yeah, anything, anything now, basically, but especially the entertainment industry. Yeah. And, um, I followed this account around the same time I started my business kind of like kept up with what they were posting on their feed. It was very, like their feed was very aesthetically pleasing and, you know, Instagram manager, like I love that shit. Um, and so around October, I get a notification on Instagram and I actually click it. You know, when people go live and like, sometimes you just yeah. accidentally click it. So I click it and it's this, this teacher based out of LA who owns this account. Um, and he's, screaming and I mean not screaming he's just talking very loud and boldly and I'm like oh my god who is this man and so I start listening to what he's saying and the first thing he says is you're never too old to be an actor and I was like well this timing is just yeah something yeah yeah and so I I said I was like oh like you know because when I I took an acting class at UCF the teacher told me that I was too old to get started and I was 20 at the time, which is crazy now that I look at it. Cause like that, I'm, I was so young. Like, yeah, there was no, like, I could have yeah. been doing that. And so I told him what my teacher said and he was like, oh my God, no, like come on to class. And I was like, okay, like I'll come on to class. And at this time, you know, there was strict laws, you know, in California. And so all their classes were actually online. And I was like, wow, this is great for me to be able to work with a studio and I coach out in LA. Like this is a perfect time. And so I audit a class and it's, it's like a holistic approach to acting, which is really different than anything that's around right now. He's created his own, his own, like, can you talk about that? What, like what traditional acting classes versus holistic? Cause I'm very big into holistic anything. So I'm really, so basically he like is very, like he, he tries, he's trying to bring back like the human, like, like to make it more like a healthy way to approach acting. Cause I mean, you may not be familiar with it, but there's some techniques and some like people who are just like 
really harsh to their students. You know what I'm saying? And the entertainment industry can be very ugly. And I think that he's trying to make it more healthy and, you know, and so he created this whole approach. Um, and, and this is how the class was set up when I first, I mean, it's still set up this way, but basically I got there, they were like super welcoming, like, welcome Kylie, we're so glad to have you here. Like everyone was so nice. And then we meditated and then we put like all these people putting up scenes. And I was like, this is like such a, a welcoming, healthy, loving environment. Like I want more of this, like what? Um, and so about a month went by and I, I hadn't joined because my anxiety set in, you know, imposter syndrome set in. I was like, well, you can't do this. Like, yeah. why are you doing it? It was like, you, have, you just built a successful business. Why do you need to go pursue something else? That's yeah. what I was kind of thinking myself. Um, but I still felt being drawn to it. And I was like, the, the class was, the, the feeling it gave me was like addictive. I was like, I could literally do this every freaking day. And it felt so good. And so I was like, you know what, Kylie, get over it. Like you're joining class. So I send her the money and I start uh, like the first week of January um, and I put up a monologue and I was terrified. Like I was shaking the entire time. Um, and about a month into it, I was like, I can't do this. Like I have really bad anxiety when it comes to performing. <laughs> um, but I was like, okay, like you've pushed through so much why can't you just push through this uh so I ended up staying three more months and then I just kind of got over my stage fright and now I love it like I want more of it yeah. um but it took that initial like hump to get over it yeah. but it's it's definitely probably what I love the most um like I love it more than my business it's like amazing it brings me so much happiness and joy you know, I think when I was telling this to Jalen the other day, when you don't even like think about investing like thousands of dollars into something, because it brings you so much joy. I think that's something that you really care about. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, when you would work a job and they were like, oh, you should take courses or do coaching. And you're like, oh, I don't want to spend, you know, $5,000 on coaching. With acting, I'm like, yeah, take all my money. Make me the Make me a great actor, like, <laughs> take, take all my money. I love yeah. that. No, because you're passionate about it. And it's like, no, same thing for me. I actually was talking about it with someone like, you know, they're like, if you have this much amount of money to invest in your business, what would you invest in first? I was like, I would put it back into your savings account and let it yeah. grow so you can build more money to later invest in equipment and software because or whatever else it is, a graphic designer, someone who, a team member, you know, like I jokingly just hired my cousin as my intern. She's 14 and loves like digital media. She loves art. She loves Photoshop. And I was like, Hey, you want to help me with my podcast, Instagram? Like I will teach you, like, you're better at the graphics than me. I'll teach you how to edit. And like, you're my, you're my first team member. Like, you know, when you invest back into your business, you know, because you, when you find yourself investing back to your business because you genuinely love it, not because you think you have yeah. to, that is like, it's something telling you like, okay, this is something to pursue. So I, I love how it just like, again, it, like serendipitously just happened. So you've been doing this for a few months now. You're moving out to mm-hmm. LA. Talk about that decision to move. What, like, are you going out there for a specific part, if you can say, or you're just going out there to be closer to being able to get parts. Talk about- when you realize like a lot of actors move to LA yeah. or New York, how do you decide which one like is better for you? And then also like, what's it really like the process of 
preparing for a move and like what's it going to look like when you finally yeah, get there yeah. so um I wanted to move to California even before I was going to pursue acting I visited California um my freshman year of college and I fell in love I was like I'm moving here and you can ask like any of my friends or family like they knew that this is where I was I always wanted to be um it's kind of funny how everything fell into place me finding an acting studio out there and finding a community of people um always how it happens it happens I think that's the biggest thing when you move to a new city if you can find a community of people that you align with and you can hang out with and they can be there to support you that's the most important factor like that really is like having a, a group of people to depend on and be there for you um but back in August I currently live in Tampa and I knew that I wanted to move out there I just wasn't sure if it was the right time and I actually went out there in August to meet my acting coach for the first time because we've been doing everything via zoom and I actually went to an in-person class which was really fun because we've been doing everything via zoom for the last year and I expressed to him that I wanted to move and he had told me a few months ago he was like you know wait till you have your ducks in a row before you decide to make the move out of here. <laughs> and so I was like, I don't know if I have my ducks in a row. Like, should I move? And he's like, yes, move, do it. You're young. Like you have a community, you have us, you have me, like I'm here to support you. And his belief in me and my career and, you know, potential is like kind of what I needed kind of the push that I needed to really move out there. And when he said that, I was like, okay, yes, you're right. I can do this. I've done everything that I've wanted to up at this point. So why can't I do this? And so from that moment, I think later that day after the conversation we had, I posted on Instagram. because I was like, I can't go back. I'm like, I'm posting this. I'm putting it out there. Like, I don't even know how I'm going to do this. It's just going to happen. But once you put it out there, things start fall. If it's, once you put something out there, if it's truly meant for you, things will start happening to get you to that goal. It's like, it's manifestation. That's exactly. And that's why I did it. I, I, I heard someone say that once they were like, you know, this is why people create like a, like the health accounts, like where they post their transformations. Cause it's like telling the world, like, Hey, I am trying to transform my body and transform my health. Like I'm putting out there for the world to see. So you can actually track my progress. You, you can hold me accountable. It's accountability. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so um, I, a couple days later, I went to an acting class and I met like everybody in person and like, it, like literally brought me to like tears because I was like, wow, these people are just like me. They're so supportive. They're so loving. They're so down to earth and they love what I love. And a lot of the actors in class like own businesses and they're entrepreneurs. And it was so nice being around people that had the same values that I did and cared about the same things that I did and I was like I this is home this is like the most home I've ever felt in my life and so I started kind of scaling my business in August so I can make the move and now I mean I'm still looking for an apartment <laughs> um, but I will be moving in January um, hopefully like the first week and I'm really excited um the move is definitely stressful. I'm bringing all my furniture. So I have to like get a moving truck and, you know, drive the country and yeah. all that fun stuff. But uh, it's, it's okay. Not everyone has to do that. You know, I'm just, I have a fully furnished apartment and I can want to bring everything, but it's easy to move out there if you don't have anything. 
anything. There's a lot of like people who have, you can rent their bedrooms and whatnot. Like I'm just making it a bit more complicated, but I'm getting like a one bedroom by myself, which is really exciting. Um, and I'll be living out there permanently starting in January. I don't think I'll ever come back. Um, <laughs> but I'm not moving out there for a particular role. Uh, I'm just moving out there for more opportunities and to be closer to my studio. Um, you know, training on Zoom is fine, and but training in person is a lot different. You know, I don't, I didn't go to college for acting. Um, so I definitely need the in-person training to improve my craft. Um, so that's kind of the main reason I wanted to move out there to be able to be like immersed in the environment. I'm big on learning. So I think being able to like actually learn in person is gonna really, you know, elevate my abilities. Um, and I also just love people out there. So yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I, uh, I agree. I'm, I'm ready to be back in an environment where I'm with my people. And, you know, when you, when you are in alignment with yourself, like we've been talking about, like things start falling into place and things start working out for you. And it just like, it'll all work out. And I'm excited to see where it goes for you. So you talked about scaling your business before we talk about that. What would be like your dream roles? Like either like, let's say in projects that are already existing or like if a project were to come up, like that you would, what would be your dream? Yeah, I'm definitely more into like dramatic roles. (laughs) Um, Like I, I don't consider myself very, I mean, I potentially could be funny, but I, I, I definitely am like, I, I kind of, I like the dark stuff, like you on Netflix. Oh my God. Um, like love, I, I would love that role. Love that role. Like I like dark stuff. Um, dramatic. I think I would love to be like on a TV show like as a you know, main, main lead role. Um, but I mean, I'm open to anything. I don't want to put myself into a box and be like, I have to do this. That's like what yeah. I would love yeah. to do is to be on a, as a you know, TV show. TV show regular, you know, lead role and whatnot, but um, there's not like anything. And I, I, I try not to like, I try not to be like, I need, I have to have this specific role because sometimes things happen and, you know, we change and evolve as humans. And, you know, for me a year from now, I might like something completely different. So I don't want to like pressure myself into. Yeah. No, that's a good, I think that's a really important and healthy outlook to have on it, especially for someone going into such a, you know, a career that has a lot of hype and a lot of expectations and like people think it's one way, but it's actually not. Um, yeah. So that, that makes sense. Um, so yeah, talk about, um, scaling your business and what that means, how that's looked like for you and how you plan to kind of manage both while you're out yeah. there. Yeah. Um, so basically I raised my prices. Um, so I could hire on more team members because for a little bit I was kind of lowballing myself, you know, like trying to be I primarily worked with small businesses when I first started, which is fine and awesome, but they really just don't have the budgets to, you know, yeah, invest into social media. Like they should be doing it themselves. So I raised my prices um, and I'm basically giving all my clients, smaller clients to my intern who's going full-time in the beginning of the year. Um, And I'm only taking like high ticket clients. So people who pay over two grand. Um, So I only work with like 
big companies. Um, and then she takes all the small ones and then I take a percentage. Uh, I'm basically trying to like hire on more people who specialize in areas that I don't. So like SEO and ads and all that stuff and then taking a percentage from them and, and their services. So I get the clients I sell and then they do the actual work. Um, I think that's so important what you just said about hiring people that do the stuff that you don't know how to do or that don't either you don't know how to you don't have the time to or you just don't or you can't do and like you know if if you like it's something I've been hearing a lot like for people who want to have business partners or start companies or hire like it's it's fun to go into business with your family or your friends but the reason sometimes oftentimes those don't work is because you're too similar you need to have people that are not like you because they have different skill sets that are adding to the business. So I think that's so important for you that you recognize that and that you said, like, I'm hiring the people that have the skills I don't have because ultimately it'll help you in the long run because it helps your business. I think that's so important. A lot of people come who who work with me are like, oh, I wish you did this. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Like that's my belief is like, I'm only going to offer you something that I'm really good at. I'm not going to like try to do something just to like make you happy. Like, I don't want, I don't want them to like have a negative perception of me and my skills because I'm, I tried to design a website once and it was so tragic. Uh, it was so tragic. And I was like, okay, I can't be offering services and offering like things that I don't actually know how to do um, because it's a poor reflection of me. You know what I'm saying? And my business. So that's why like, I'd rather like hire on people who specialize in that and then, you know, get the clients for them and they can work on a classic and whatnot. But the reason I really wanted to do this is because I really would like to pursue acting, you know, way more than I am right now. Like right now, I, I think I'm in class like six to seven hours a week. Um, and I would like to do more stuff. I would like to have more time to like submit auditions. And if, you know, I am filming, I want to have the luxury of being able to like not have to worry about my business. Um, so I really, I knew a few months ago when I decided to move, I needed to position myself in a way that allowed me to do that. So like, I'm cutting back, you know, from like 40 hours a week to like 20 hours a week, um, right now. Yeah, you have to invest in yourself and in your your next chapter, which is acting. Yeah. Um, talking about auditioning, has there been any really cool auditions that you've done or that you want to do for upcoming roles? Any projects that you you've tried out for that obviously didn't work out, but that you really yeah, enjoyed? Yeah, no, I can't like go too much into detail, but I like auditioned for this film uh, a couple months ago, and it was like supposed to be on HBO, and I was like so excited um and I didn't get it but made round two which is very exciting of casting yeah like I don't have any like professional experience you know I'm just out here winging it you know I've been training for a year now so like I'm not expecting I'm not expecting to like get a lead role on euphoria or something (laughs) um but it's good it's good like I you know I think that auditions are important because even if you don't get the role your experience. experience and like my acting coach always says he's like if you didn't get it it doesn't belong to you and I'm like that's good because a lot of people feel like they're owed something you know when they're like they don't get a role they're like oh like that was supposed to be mine like I try not to have that 
attitude towards it. You know, if I didn't get it, it's not mine. And I think that's how you keep a healthy relationship with something because it can be easy to, you know, develop an unhealthy relationship to a career, you know, through your mindset on it. And so, you know, I, I just, you know, I'm just going with the flow and doing as much as I can and dedicating, you know, so many hours per week to this. Um, so I can evolve and grow, but um, yeah, I've been like submitting auditions and stuff and, you know, <sighs> taking classes, but uh, I'm hoping that I will grow more when I'm about to LA and hopefully like start working. That's what I would love to do, you know, but right now it's just, it's not my time yet. Um, but hopefully the next couple of months that will change. So that's so cool that you said that. I love that. I'm going to, I wrote that down to like make that the graphic. Um, like if I don't get it, it's not mine. That's, and I think that's such a great outlook to have because again, everything happens for a reason. And you brought up entitlement culture and it's something I see a lot. I know you see it too with influencers and just like people in general, like our generation is very entitled and like, we think things are owed to us and it's, it's a hard mindset to break because society has kind of revolves around that. But once you start shifting that mindset, like to, you know, if it's meant to be, it'll be, if it's not, it, you know, it's not for me. And, you know, if you let things go, things will start happening to you that like, you know, it all works out. I think that's so, so important. So, you know, it's really cool. Again, I'm excited to see how it works out for you. So what do you see beyond acting and scaling classic so you can take a part-time role while it still grows and serves you um and you you pursue acting where do you see the mental health project going and where where do you see for yourself um not just career-wise but personalized um so the mental health project you know where I've actually developed this kind of developed it more over the last couple of months but because I've been taking this career workshop for acting and it really kind of helped me like realize that there's more things that I want to do, um, in life. Uh, and I just need to set myself up for them. And I really would like the mental health project to develop into a movement, more so of a movement and a short, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like I want to create films about mental health. Um, like that's like my one of my biggest goals in life is to create movies about like like show the reality of mental health in a way that people can easily understand it. Like fiction movies or documentaries. Fiction movies. So basically, like telling stories of people that struggle with depression and anxiety, and like showing the reality of it. Because I feel like you know. It's, it's all really just like the stigma, but when people see you know someone with depression in a movie or a suicide, like was that one movie on Netflix like 13 reasons why I feel like it doesn't truly show the realities of depression truly show the realities of anxiety you know I I I got diagnosed with DPD a year and a half ago two years ago which sometimes has a very negative association to it even within the like can you explain what that is for people who don't yeah, know? Yeah, so basically BPD is borderline personality disorder, which means that I 
had intense like childhood trauma that resulted in me being like easily triggered by everything in life. Um, it causes like unstable relationships. Um, I'm basically unable to like regulate my emotions. I mean, I am now because I've been, been getting therapy, um, but it's deeply misunderstood within the mental health community. Um, it's like there was this iceberg like graphic and it was like what people see what's actually going on and what's actually happened and that's kind of like what I want to do with these films like yes this person has depression but like this is how it got to this point you know what I'm saying like this like these experiences shaped who they are you know I'm not an actor but I want to be a part of this <laughs> I got you come on we'll, we'll, we'll put you in an acting class um I just I really I mean it's crazy because with these chats that we've been doing I've been learning about like you know different people and their experiences and I'm like wow like there's still such a misunderstanding in our society about mental health like I said the other yeah. day like why is mental health not prioritized as much as physical health you know what I'm saying like why why is it not like I feel like my physical health you can't see it's it. It's not visible because it's not visible. And because people people don't understand something that they can't see, it's not tangible, but it's honestly more important. So I, yeah, I love that. I'm excited to, you know, see you take on that role of also like a filmmaker and producer, oh. director, <laughs> whichever role you take or both. Um, the screenwriter, all of it. Um, because I think that would be incredible. And however I can be a part of that in the future, I think would be so cool to see. Definitely not on the acting side. That's not my, but you know, behind, behind the scenes, I got you. Um, yeah, but no, absolutely. that's my dream. Like that's where I want it to go. But I also understand yeah. that I need to be patient. Like I, I've been writing a book the last year, um, that I would like to develop into a film or a play and hopefully tie it to the mental health project as well because um it kind of it's, it's about my life um but I I feel like it shows like the realities of, of BPD you know what I'm saying like I'm very excited for whenever that comes out because I think I'm, a, I'm an entrepreneur so I'm like trying to do like <laughs> <laughs> no I am too I'm an entrepreneur also and and I think and I think talking about entrepreneurship like a lot of influencers and a lot of actors now are starting to realize the importance of diversifying their business and they're starting to become entrepreneurs and have their own merchandise or companies or like Jessica Alba and the honest company Shay Mitchell and base and drink onda and influencers starting their own beauty brands or clothing brands, not just merch, but I mean, true companies. And I think it's so important. And I think it's special that, you know, you're going to have your immediate businesses, which are classic and acting like that is your business, but you're going to use that to have a platform, which is the mental health project and make it a movement and develop that. And then combine the two to create films and this book and, you know, I would love to, you know, we can definitely do multiple episodes, but have you come on as your acting journey grows, but also as the book and these movies start to happen, because that's, that's the journey that I'm on too. Like, you know, I'm pursuing my podcast and my blog 
as my businesses alongside my career where I want to do entertainment, social media law. And I want to do something that I want to one day have my own foundation or charity or project similar to you guys, whether I join yours or create my own and we team up, you know, I want to be doing something similar in my community and just in general. Yeah, so, I, love that. I don't know if I'd ever write a book because I think my blog is kind of my, my book. It's my, my, my story. Um, and I want my podcast to be a, a chapter to that, but I think, you know, you, I, knowing you more personally than, than some people do, like seeing you, you shared your story on Instagram. And I think you writing this book and, and having roles where you get to explore those themes in fiction, but you get to tell your story for people to see it and, creating these films about mental health and about these, these, these stories, I think will be such a beautiful way. And, you know, for me getting on the podcast, mic is therapy, writing a blog post is therapy. It'll be therapy for you and just being able to teach people and ultimately make an impact and make a difference and, you know, show people that they're not alone. I think that's so special. And it's, it takes a true entrepreneur and visionary to see that. So you know, it's something that I've known I've had for a while. It's something you know you had for a while. And now getting to we're at that age where we kind of get to to figure that out and make things happen. And you know, we're creating I, I keep saying it's a big theme in my life lately has been like, I cannot wait to create the future that I want to have. Like I'm going to build my future and create the life yes. for myself that I want alongside a physical house and like a nice car and like I like nice things but I want to create the all-around life for myself and you know so I think it's so cool meeting people that are doing the same thing and that you know it's so cool and it's so cool to watch as an audience member because you're you know people are like I can relate to that in a way that truly up until this year we haven't really been able to relate to people No, I think what is so cool about what you and I are doing is that we're kind of like showing people that there is more to life outside of a nine to five. Like you don't have to be trapped within one industry or one career. Like you can do multiple things. You can have multiple passions. No one is trapping inside of a box. And I think that's what's so cool about what, you know, you're still in law school, but you have this podcast and you have your platform. Like that's amazing. And I think, what we're kind of taught in college is like, oh, like pick your career and that's what you do for the rest of your life. But, you know, you and I are showing people like, no, you can do that in addition. Yeah. And well, think about it too. Like when you read about the Rockefellers and the Whitney's and the Vanderbilt's and like these prestigious families, they were doing multiple things. Like they built their money in one sector, but they were philanthropists and they touched all different parts of society. And, you know, I used and then it became like you this American dream you get this goal and like you work until you're 65 you retire and that's it like you don't do anything else but work because all you can do and like America you know the live to work like I don't want to live to work I want to work to be able to live and have (laughs) money and like the people that have the most wealth the one percent the top ten percent they are able to do that because they have multiple streams of income. They don't just have a salary. Yes. And, you know, yes. I want to, I'm, I'm starting to build that for myself as an entrepreneur. So are you, you having multiple streams of income and those multiple streams of income are allowing you to put in money and effort into these projects. And that is how you diversify 
your, your life, your career path, your legacy. And like, again, I want to make an impact. I've always wanted to have a legacy. So I think, and the people that are, you know, the famed families, you know, the gilded age and like all these people, like for all of the rumors and, you know, bad stuff that they did, their legacies, you were seeing them and they're incredible. And it's just like, you know, just because we don't have, you know, we weren't born into that doesn't mean we can't build that for ourselves. And, you know, exactly. No, I mean, that's why I decided to make this move out to California. I'm like, I have the ability to create a whole life for myself and my future family. And it doesn't need to be what my family did. Like I can create my own life for myself and for my future family by just doing what I want to do. And I think that's so cool because, you know, my families have been Florida their entire lives. And now I'm moving out to California and it's scary, but it's so amazing that I have the opportunity to do that. And I, I think sometimes people just don't realize that the only person stopping you from achieving your dreams and your goals is yourself. Yeah. It really is. So, yeah. I think that's a great, like, note to end on and we'll definitely do more episodes in the future where we can explore more of these things because you know I, I mean I knew you but I didn't know I knew what you were doing but I didn't know the why behind it and I think a lot of times the most important thing is knowing why you're doing it and what your goal is oh. and how you know people like think like you can't be doing a million different things because they're like you're trying you're spreading yourself too thin it's like everything you want to do and everything I want to do they're connected it goes to a bigger message, a bigger picture. And I think that's the beauty of it. And so I love that, you know, that's the note we're ending on. And I'm excited to, you know, continue chatting with you and seeing it, the story unfolds for you. So for anyone who wants to get into acting or wants to be an entrepreneur has a, you know, they, they have something they want to do. They don't know really, they haven't started unpacking. They haven't figured it out, but they have an idea what do you say to them, you know, if they come to you and like, this is my idea, but I'm not really sure. Like what advice do you have for them? I always say like human connection is the most powerful tool. Like really, like that is how I started my business. I, I reached out to this girl, like she had hundreds of thousands of followers. Like I didn't think she would respond to me, but she did. And I think sometimes like we are, we, we get these spins in our head where we're like, oh, like it's not going to work out. And like that becomes our perception of what's going on. But sometimes it just takes like starting a conversation with someone in an industry you want to be in, you know, joining a community, like literally just talk to people. Like that's how you get started is networking and like creating meaningful relationships with people. Like that is why I am here is because I joined an acting community and I got to know those people. And I started my business because I reached out to a girl on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes it's so crazy because that is exactly like that happened to me this year too like I the part-time job that I have now the the career path that I see myself going down it all started because I saw something on social media and I reached out to someone and you know it's led me to where I'm at today so I think you know I love networking it's something that's so so important to me and I I love to talk about and it's so powerful. I literally wrote a whole blog post for my school's blog called The Power of Networking and it'll come out soon and I'm I'm getting published and like that's I never would have thought that that would, you know, be something that like that I would be someone that people look up to. Like I mean I always wanted that, but like I didn't expect it to happen oh, so absolutely. early and that I would 
be an authority on something, but because we're choosing to put ourselves out there, we are becoming that and people will look up to us. And that is such a, a beautiful thing. So yeah, I agree with the, the power of human connection and networking and just not being afraid to put yourself out there. And like, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. It's not meant for you, but the right thing will come when it's meant. My, to. my acting coach says it's like fear, fear looks good when it like fear almost looks good when it looks like wisdom like fear is almost like like fear sounds good when it it looks like wisdom or something you know what I'm saying and I think sometimes well for me my anxiety is my gut feeling my body telling me like you should either you shouldn't be doing this this isn't working out for you switch gears or you should lean into this my anxiety like you know I'm still trying to figure out what my depression means but my anxiety it's, it's a gut feeling. It's my body telling me like, listen to this, do this or don't do this. And, you know, it has some, you know, not so great moments, but at the end of the day, the bigger picture, like it's, it's your body telling you something. It's a gut feeling. So I think, you know, that quote fear and fear and how it relates to wisdom, whatever the quote is, I think that's so, so no, true. For sure. For sure. I think a lot of times, a lot of people, like they don't, pursue something because they become so consumed by fear like there's a quote it's like if it scares you like keep going after it you know what I'm saying and I think the most transformative moments in my life the last year or two have been when I've done things that I I loved but scared me and after I did them the most beautiful things happened and I think you know if there are people out there that are scared of starting a business or they are scared of, you know, starting a new hobby or something they may not be great at at first, that's okay. Everyone starts somewhere. If you never get started, you're never going to go anywhere. So you just have to get started, even if it's messy and you suck at it, like just start there. It's okay. So. And even if that particular product doesn't work out, it'll lead you to the ones that will. Everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. And, and some of the most successful businesses were someone's third and fourth and fifth and eighth business. Yeah, no, I mean, um, a lot of, there's like a whole like statistic of people who, you know, didn't think Oprah Winfrey, for example, like she didn't have, a lot of yeah, so, so later in her life, like I think she got fired from her first job or something. So, you know, don't let anyone like hold you back from pursuing something that you love because who knows where it could lead. You know? And don't let yourself hold you back. That's something I learned a lot too. Like that I was the only one really, truly, and you said that earlier, holding myself back. So, you know, there's a Lauren Bostic from the Skinny Confidential. I don't know if you listen to her podcast, but she has said once that, you know, she, when she first started the Skinny Confidential back in like 2011, I think it was a last, you know, a decade ago, she was a bartender at, in San Diego and she was working at a bar and she went to go tell one of her patrons, like, I'm going to start a blog. I'm going to start a website. And these are all of my ideas. And he was like, that's stupid. And she look at, she now talked to him again since. And like, she, and like he respects her and like, they're, you know, and she was like, if someone tells you that what you're doing is stupid or they look at you funny, keep doing it because you're onto something. And that's also a projection of them that they probably wanted to do something and couldn't do it themselves. And so now they're projecting you know, their shortcomings onto you. Like you are in control of your life. You do whatever you want. I think as you get older, you learn this, like who cares what yeah. everyone else thinks, just do what you want to do. What makes you happy? Because that's, what's going to bring you the most happiness in life. 
Absolutely. So with that, where can everyone find you if they want to follow along your acting journey, want to be an actor and want to get advice, um, want to be friends with you when you're out in LA or, you know, use classic services or the mental health project where can everyone find uh, you so uh, i'm mostly on instagram i'm on i'm on tiktok but i don't really use it I'm mostly on instagram my instagram is kylie roar so k-y-l-i-e-r-o-h-r-e-r um and then my business page is classic academy with a k because you know kylie or class academy classic marketing i have another business um classic marketing with a k on Instagram. So that's the two platforms I'm primarily on. Those are my two pages. So yeah. Perfect. I'll put them in the show notes, but thank you so much for joining me. This was so much fun. I know it was a long one. I love to hit you guys with the long ones, but I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We talked about so many different things, but I really wanted to just have a feel good, emotional mental health combo again on the podcast. And I think it was a really great one with Kylie because there's so much in here about just discovering who you are and what makes you happy and acting is what makes her happy and she's going off to pursue that and because of that she's able to combine her two passions like she said and that's kind of what I'm doing here so it just I love when I make friends or find friends that I'm in alignment with And just as we evolve and grow individually, our friendship continues to grow and be stronger because we're both in alignment with ourselves and we just happen to be in alignment with each other. You know, that's something I love to talk about here as well. But don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Apple and Spotify. Leave a rating and review if you like the episode. And go follow Kylie on Instagram and Classic Marketing, her social media company, and leave us a comment what you liked about this episode, what episodes you want to see more of, any questions you have for me, and I'll do a Q&A soon because I know there was a, quite a bit of life updates in the beginning. And yeah, I really hope you guys like this episode again. And I can't wait to bring you guys more conversations like this one because this really does mean the absolute world to me. And it feels really good to know that my light is shining in the world and my friends are noticing and I love when I notice it in my friends and I hope that I can be that light for you to help you reach where you're meant to go and however I can help you please let me know I'd be happy to thank you guys so much for listening and I'll talk to you guys next week